Hello, sunshines! Welcome to What You Readin', a bookish podcast where every other week I share what I've been reading, interview authors, and further my never-ending quest to discover more queer own voices in the media. I'm Mallory, also known as Mallory of Sunshine around the interwebs, and today we're going to dive into my bookish goals for 2020. Alright, so here we go. Second episode of the year as voted on by Instagram. My bookish goals for 2020. Honestly, like I was saying in my last episode when I put the poll up on my Instagram, this is the episode I thought was going to win the vote and it did not. My LGBTQIA plus most anticipated reads for 2020 won the vote. They're both great and they were both subjects I was excited to talk about and apt for the month of January. So we're going to dive in with some goals for 2020. I was thinking about this actually when I was walking out with my friend from work today about how I, you know, have set goals for myself in the years past, not like New Year's resolutions, but goals I wanted to accomplish by the end of the year. I did this with books. I find it much easier to do with subjects and things like metrics on social media or books or sewing goals or things like that versus setting resolutions for myself, like things that people traditionally set up as New Year's resolutions. And I was kind of just thinking about like, oh, well, I didn't really do that for myself I didn't do well with my goals I set for myself last year, so should I even set goals for myself this year? And, you know, maybe maybe the way I'm thinking about goals is just not the right way. Like, maybe my goal should just be move more, eat as well as I can, eat a little less sugar, go outside once a day, you know, things like that versus lose 20 pounds or eat only green things every day or I don't know. I I guess I was just thinking about goals in the context of being more vague and being more forgiving and more open-ended, which is ironic because that's kind of what this podcast is the opposite of. Like my bookish goals are sort of middle ground for being open-ended versus being really numbers-based. I didn't achieve my book goals last year. I didn't achieve my book goals the year before that. And I think that's okay. Like when you set a goal, you don't necessarily think you're going to hit everything at 100%, right? A goal is aspirational. And if you do hit everything at 100%, well, that's awesome. Anyway, this is a blabbery intro that I don't actually think makes a ton of sense, but I do want to jump into some of the goals that I have for books and bookish things this year and then talk to you a little bit about why and how I'm trying to be more open and accepting of myself and give myself room to breathe in all areas of my life, book things included. So I have done this particular method of goal setting for the past, I think, four years, maybe five, because this is 2020. But in 2016, I set 16 reading goals for 2016. And in 2017, it was 17 goals. And in 2018, it was 18 goals. So you kind of see the theme here. And as the numbers grow, the goals will grow and it will become more and more complicated to think of goals. And I'll probably have to abandon this idea altogether and come up with some other way of setting goals for myself. Like 25 
25 seems like a good cap. Honestly, 20 kind of seems like a good cap. 20 is a lot of goals. But because it was nice and round and even, I've set myself 20 bookish goals for 2020. So let's just kind of dive in. All of these goals will be accompanied in the show notes, as well as probably a blog post on my website as well at malloryofsunshine.com. So you can follow along and bookmark or copy and paste or do whatever you want if any of these goals inspire you. So for my first goal, it is just read more with no specific total goal. Last year was terrible for books for me. I think I maybe finished four books. I think it might have actually been three. And that doesn't include books of poetry, which I did a terrible job of tracking, but I just did not read at all last year. And I'm, yeah, it was just bad. And the year before that was bad too. It's just been a rough couple of years for reading. So I just want to read more. So I'm going to work on that. I've already started a book this year, so that is good, I think. Goal number two is to finish Harry Potter. So I stopped at book five. So I have to read five, six, and seven to finish Harry Potter. A lot of people are shocked when they hear that I have not actually finished reading Harry Potter. I'm reading it for the first time ever as an adult, and that's exciting. Like, it's exciting. It's good. It's enjoyable. I like it. I watched the movies. I like the books in a lot of ways better than the movies. I like some things about the movies better than the books. I don't know if that's controversial or not, but it's my opinion and I think that's okay. Yeah, there's some things, there's a lot of things in the books that are not in the movies, which I enjoy reading about. So I'm really enjoying it. I just need to finish. I hear most people take a break around here, around there in the book series. So, you know, just finish them. That's all I want to do. And I have all the audiobooks downloaded already. Goal number three is to read 10 graphic novels. So even though my first goal, read more books with no specific total goal, is supposedly no specific totals, I have a few number specific goals kind of peppered in here, and this is one of those. I feel like this should be a pretty achievable, attainable goal. I have my eye on a few already that I'm excited about. Check Please is coming out this year. The second volume of that is coming out. Um, And then there's just a ton of graphic novels that I'm behind on, like Paper Girls and Spider Gwen. And I've actually never picked up a volume of Lumberjanes, Rat Queens. I'm behind on Rat Queens. So there's a lot of stuff I could read to satiate that goal. Goal number four is to read five non-fiction books. I went through a phase, not last year again, because I didn't read any books, but the year before that, where I listened to just a total sprint of memoirs and autobiographies. And that was awesome. I read all of Alan Cummings' books. I read Lauren Graham's books and Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. You name it, I probably listened to their audiobook or read it and it was really fun. There are a lot of nonfiction books that I want to read this year and that's memoirs aside. Actually, the first book I started this year is a nonfiction book. It's called Don't Keep Your Day Job by Kathy Heller and it's a book along the same lines of her podcast with the same name. Goal number five is to physically read at least one book every month. I want to start going to bed with a book again instead of my phone. And I actually don't take my phone out and use it as a going to sleep mechanism. But when Emily and I are winding down for the night, we usually watch TV and play on our phones a little bit. And I just want to be better about ending the night with a book instead of ending the night with a screen. So that's kind of where this comes from. Plus, when I was in my reading prime, I had probably 
no fewer than three books going at a time. I had an audiobook, a physical book, and a digital book of some kind. And that was a way that I maximized my reading like none other. So I want to get better at just having a physical book around kind of at all times and being habitual and intentional about my reading in that way. Goal number six is to read eight books with protagonists who are LGBTQIA+. This should be a pretty easy goal to achieve if you've listened to my most anticipated queer reads for 2020 because there are so many books coming out in 2020 with queer protagonists. I really had to narrow it down like so much um, for my list. I think I limited myself to 20 books or 23 maybe. I think I stretched it to 23, but there were like 60 on my list on Goodreads. And those are just the ones that I added to my list. There's a ton more. So I think this goal should be pretty easy to read. And since I like to try to prioritize those books, I think it will happen. Okay, goal number seven is to read five books that I already own. I don't know about y'all, but my bookshelf is full of books that I bought or were sent or were given or somehow came into my possession one way or another that have made it onto my shelf because they were pretty or because I have them and I have not read them yet. I'm like looking over there and I can see five books that I already own that I have not read in my rainbow alone. So I think this should be another pretty attainable goal and one that I will be happy to have done, I think. Goal number eight is to review 10 books on my podcast. Not only is this a quote unquote easy content thing for my podcast, but I was reading a blog post about somebody else's reading goals. I don't remember whose, but I will look through my history and find it and put it down below in the show notes. But they were talking about how they are making a goal for this year to review every book that they read. So it could be a blog post, it could be on Goodreads, it could be a video, however they're going to do it. It doesn't matter what the format is, but they want to review every book that they read. And the reason for that was because they want to be more present about their reading and more purposeful about how they are kind of digesting that reading almost. And I hate the word digesting when it comes to content, like bite-sized and digesting and consuming. It just, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem interactive, which is something that I want for my content. And this is a whole rant and I don't need to go down that path. Can you tell I'm a little tired? Anyway, so they were talking about reviewing every book that they read this year. And that is interesting to me. I think that as a goal for myself, when I'm just out of the habit of reviewing books is not a great goal. So that's why I'm not setting that. But I think 10 books should be pretty easy to do. Again, I'm saying easy a lot. These aren't easy necessarily, but I think they will be attainable goals, which is why I'm okay setting them for myself. So yeah, review 10 books on my podcast. Goal number nine is to read one book in a genre I don't normally gravitate toward. So for me, the two big genres that I barely read any of are sci-fi and mystery. I already have this book picked out, actually. It's a Star Wars book that Emily has been trying to get me to read for a while now. I'm pretty sure it's this one, but it's uh, Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn, and it's the trilogy that has Mara Jade in it. So I need to read this book, and that 
because I know what book it's going to be will be a book that I can say I've accomplished toward this goal and I have it downloaded and everything. So here's hoping. It's just so hard to get myself in the mood for sci-fi books or like dystopian novels. I don't love them either. Back during that phase when Hunger Games was coming out and Matched and like all of those books, it's just not, I think I overdosed on dystopian novels, you know, and I was reading them because everyone else was reading them. But let me tell you what, they're not my fave and that's okay. But I do want to challenge myself to read outside of genres that I'm partial to this year. And it will mean a lot to Emily if I read that book So and that series. So I'm going to. My 10th goal is to participate in one readathon. I have a few favorites. There's a fun one that happens around the holiday. I actually don't know if it happened last year because I was not paying attention very well to social media. But it is called Harry Xmas to You and it's a read to watch alongathon. I think I talked about that on my episode with Jordan of the Satoral Geek that we did at Geek Girl Con Live. I don't think it's going to be that one that I participate in, but I am going to find a readathon and participate in it. Because readathons are just fun community building events. I went through a summer probably three summers ago, maybe four summers ago. I did multiple readathons and that was enjoyable. And so I want to do that again. I want to participate in one. Okay, goal number 12 is a goal that I have been saying so many times over and over. I sound like a broken record. I know, I get it. I'm sorry, but it is still a goal of mine this year to publish self or otherwise. If anybody has any pro tips on how to get an agent, if you are a poet, let me know because it doesn't seem to be a thing. My first book of my poetry. So I actually have it all organized and I have an order and I have sections. Yes, that's a goal. Okay, so now we're getting into the section of goals that are less about numbers and more about kind of generally open-ended goals I want to achieve this year. My 13th goal is to renew my library card. Somewhere along the lines in the last couple of years, my library card has expired. I want to get that back. I grew up going to the library. It was my one of my many happy places. We would go there and my mom would just let us sit and read. Hours it felt like. I had my favorite librarian, Donna, who knew what I liked to read and made recommendations to me all the time and it was so great. So the library is just a really important community pillar in my opinion and I want to support my local library in that way so I just need to renew my library card. Plus audiobooks are available on the library, digital books are available from the library, the libraries are just great and I am quickly, like I'm so beyond out of shelf space that I kind of want to become one of those people who reads books from the library and then buys them if I like absolutely can't not have it in my life. So that will hopefully help enable that. Goal number 14 is to read more poetry. Something that I started doing last year, just reading more poetry. I write poetry and I want to read more because... I just want to be exposed to more poetry and more poets. Uh, Goal number 15 is to clean up my Goodreads and utilize it. It was kind of either this or start a bullet book journal. I don't have a bullet journal and I don't really know how to keep one. There are a lot of people who have some pretty impressive bullet journals, let me tell you. And Instagram is full of them and I am so impressed. Don't know if it's for me, but I do want to be better about tracking my books and what I read. And since Goodreads has the goal thing built in, it seems like an easy way to do it. Plus it's social and I can link it and show it to all of you and all those sorts of things. So I want to get better at this. Kristen from Superspace Chick, I think she has a video series actually pretty sure it was a video I watched about how she organizes her Goodreads and it is 
completely aspirational. I will link that video down below or that video series. It might be a series. When I watched that video, I was like shook and I thought, oh my gosh, I need to get my Goodreads in gear. So that's just a goal because let's be real. It's a tool that I can use if I am not drowning in the mess of my shenaniganery. Goal number 16 is to embrace the DNF. So for those of you who have not heard that acronym or abbreviation before, DNF stands for did not finish or do not finish. If a book is bad or if you're not into a book, there's no reason to finish it. And I say this to you as much as I'm trying to say it to myself and convince myself of it because life is too short for bad books or books that you're not into. And I want to attempt to embrace this this year. Kristen actually has a shelf for DNFs on her Goodreads. And I think that is a great organizational tool that I want to start utilizing more. Like I don't finish a book, tell myself that I don't finish a book by putting it on some shelf on Goodreads so that if I'm ever tempted to read it again, I will won't be because I'll know that I didn't finish it because it just wasn't my style or I didn't want to read it or for whatever reason. Goal number 17 is to go on one literary excursion. I saw this on another person's bookish goals for this year and I thought it was really cool. It might have been the same person that was saying they were going to review every book. I'm not sure but going on an excursion. So like if your book is set in Ireland, maybe you plan a trip to Ireland or if your characters have a picnic, maybe you have a picnic. Um, One that is super aspirational, but I kind of put it here as like a question mark. Maybe this could be the one is to go to Jane Austen's house. Ever since I saw Lex on Instagram, I'm saying this like you all know who Lex is, but is her name Lex Can Roar? I'm so bad at remembering usernames these days. Yeah, Lex Can Roar. She went to Jane Austen's house this summer and I want to go so badly. Jane Austen is one of my favorite novelists and that would be just such a fun excursion. So if it's not that one, it will be something. But I thought that was a fun goal. So I made that one of mine as well. Goal number 18 is to reread a favorite book. So often I will find myself rewatching a favorite movie or listening to a song on repeat or watching a TV show a couple of times, but I haven't reread a book in a long time. So I want to reread a favorite book and discover new reasons why I love that. Or question, why did I love this book? Goal number 19 is to read more short stories. This is similar to the reading more poetry goal because I want to use this goal kind of as a springboard to inspire me to finally compile a collection of my own short stories. I have a few. I have a few started stories that could also be short stories instead of long form stories that maybe I tried to stretch out in a NaNoWriMo over the years that just weren't suited for a long form story format. And yeah, short stories are great. I have read a couple anthologies in the past couple of years that I really enjoyed. Like it's the perfect length for a bath or you could read a few on an airplane or right before bed. Great time to read a short story, right? So that's kind of why that goal exists for me. And then finally, goal number 20 is to start a TBR jar. Analog things work really well for me. Analog lists, analog checklists, analog goal tracking, analog brainstorming, stuff like that. So starting an analog TBR jar seems fun. Plus, it seems like a fun way to bring you along on my TBR journey. And it means I will be forced to read books that I otherwise might find a way to avoid or procrastinate on. So I'm going to start a TBR jar and then either in a video or on this podcast in an episode, 
episode, I will pull one out when it's time to read. And that will be the book that I will read next. So so I'm going to give that a try this year because it seems fun. So as you can tell, a lot of these goals are pretty loosey-goosey, but I wanted to do that because I'm a person who thrives on goals and structure, but also not too many goals or too much structure. So I wanted to give myself that breathing room. I like to commit to things, but I don't want to overcommit. So really when you boil all of these goals down, the kind of meat and potatoes version of my goals are to read more, to read diversely, and to start utilizing my public library again. Like those are kind of the headlines if I had to pick the headlines of my bookish goals. I don't know how long I've been talking for, but those are my 20 bookish goals for 2020. I'm excited about them. I think I can attain almost all of them, which sounds fun and cool for having set some goals, right? Like it's fun to say I accomplished all of the things that I set out to accomplish. If y'all follow me on Instagram, I'm at Mallory on Instagram. This podcast also has an Instagram. It's at what you're reading. And eventually there'll be a section for this podcast on my website as well. I just updated my Patreon page with new tiers and new goals. I'm rethinking the way I'm thinking about my Patreon page from being like project-based to me as a creator-based. And I think I'm finally gonna hit my groove this year, y'all. I really do. I think on content, on getting back into creating, on promising and delivering on my promises, I think this is gonna be the year that I start to nail it. I really hope so. But the reason I was bringing up Instagram and my Patreon page is if you follow me on Instagram or if you follow what you're reading on Instagram, I'm also going to be posting a sort of companion image to go with this episode. So go check that out. It's not going to be these exact goals, but it's some goals from this list and then also some other goals that I think kind of incorporate my queer reads for the year and just other things that if you are looking for sort of a jumping off place or if you don't want to set your own goals for the year, you could maybe utilize as your bookish goals. So that will be posted as an image as well as probably in stories there so you can go check that out uh, at what you're reading on Instagram. As always, all links will be down in the show notes and thank you so much for listening. I have a content calendar again this year for the first time since like a year and a half or two years ago, which gets me really excited because I love planning and I love content calendars and I love creating and those things all go really well together if you're looking for consistency, which I am. So yeah, I just want to say thanks for listening. If you've listened this whole time or if you're a new listener, I'm excited to have you here. And if you're interested at all, definitely check out my Patreon page because I have some podcast specific perks like podcast shout outs and mini episodes that will be bonus episodes exclusive for Patreon supporters and different things like that. So I'm excited about 2020. I think this is going to be a great year and I hope and wish nothing but the best for all of you this year. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye! 